Mr. Secretary, get me the chairman. We have an emergency at the Parliament facility. Oh, fuck. God, I don't think so, but yes. Me neither. Oh God. Hey Camden. Yes. You want a war? I don't think so. No, I don't think anybody does, but that is the name of season two finale. Yes. Episode season 11. two, episode eleven. Oh man. Technically, yeah. No, <sighs> it's the finale. I won't. It is definitely the finale. It is the end of season two. Yes. Yes. And it's a damn shame. Although one day someone may come across and say. And not know that, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> they're in for a surprise I'll for probably the last think one. The really weird structure. Mm -hmm. uh, like that was a big cliffhanger. Oh, now the next episode is 150 minutes long. Weird. Kind of yeah. weird. That one's going to be a doozy. But. Yeah, we, loyal listeners, have reached the end of the original seasons. Mm -hmm. This is weird. This is uh, May 2017. Yeah. Yes, and then the. Uh, Finale, finale will be a year later. Yep. Was it May or June? It though? was June fourth, I it think. It was June, twenty eighteen. All right. I so uh, this is what we were left with yeah. for a year. Well, yeah. more like this is what we were left with for about a month. Then it was canceled. Yeah. We were sad. Then another month passed, and it was given a special. Second we were chance. in a strange space between canceled, and uncanceled, mm -hmm. and full of about a year of people hoping that maybe somehow there would be more than one, mm. even though it was pretty obvious there wouldn't. Yeah. And then there was a special. Yeah. Uh, but we're not talking about that right now. We are not, but no. I think it is uh, something that you should definitely keep in mind how this episode sets stuff up for season three, mm -hmm. and a lot of storylines have to get dropped because, as we have previously mentioned, they were tentatively planning five seasons. They only got two. It's really hard to put three seasons worth of storylines mm. into a two and a half hour special. So um, we've um, talked a little bit about some of that yes. in regards to some of the other characters because their season two arcs were closing yeah. a little bit already. Mm -hmm. uh, so the focus of who's in this finale is where it really impacts it. I think. Yeah, I agree. Even like small stuff that they set up, like with coffee yes, and even Sun's storyline to an extent mm. um, just uh, they're literally introducing new people into their storylines at the end of this episode and we don't ever get to see them again so something that worked out for them uh, in terms of the arc plot as in a way I think yeah is that at the end of season two they're kind of building to I don't know what you might call the uh <laughs> a mini boss yeah. uh, I don't think That's that they were going to it. get rid of whispers necessarily but they were certainly about to properly introduce the chairman it seems yeah the, the secretary the even more the higher up and yeah. they do have him in the finale finale yeah but um it means that they were able to sort of take what was probably the plan to like have them defeat an enemy on some level and then have to go even higher in later seasons and instead they kind of were able to mainly focus it on 
what was already happening. Yeah. The the battle they were currently in the midst of. Yeah. So that worked out a little bit. Um, it's still tricky, mm-hmm. but feels like um, it probably went smoother than it could have uh, if they were in a different part of the story. Tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We just don't know. So. Well, you know, the the groundwork didn't even have to do the groundwork. Yeah. To set up a finale because they already have a situation to build it around. Oh. Damn. Yeah, I think we talked about this too. Is like season one, uh, when we finished up that episode, the finale for that, um, like we said, when it first aired, they didn't announce for a really long time if you were getting a season two. And so we have mentioned that season one, if you were to end it and not have any more seasons, obviously it's not like not all the questions are answered, but it, it definitely leaves off in a on a higher note of inspiration mm-hmm. and less of a cliffhanger because for now they are temporarily safe I mean obviously they would have to deal with whispers and you wouldn't know how that would work out if they didn't ever get a second season yeah. but with the second season I think it's almost uh, more criminal because it's 100% a cliffhanger yeah. um, and it doesn't it doesn't, you know, feel like the BPO storyline has a pin in it. It feels like you said we're literally in the middle of that and we're in a point where it would just have to pick immediately up, which is not the case for the end of mm. season one. You don't have to pick up immediately after to figure out what's going on. Yeah. There's a little bit of breathing room between one and two to be like, oh, they're in this space and now they have to move forward. Whereas the end of two, there is no breathing space. It's like literally we don't know what's going to happen mm. next. So. Before we get there, yeah, uh, we need to finish up with the previous episode. Yes. Ending, uh, leading directly into Sun, who mm-hmm. gets, uh, I would say, what the first fifteen to twenty minutes yeah. to herself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, technically, no one is ever by themselves in True. Sun State. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she is at the gala. She is going after her brother. Yeah. Um, he gives a very unpleasant speech. Oh, he's just, he's so smarmy. He gets under my skin because, like, he, the actor does a fantastic job of, you know, playing to the crowd, but you know that he's just, there's something about the way he delivers stuff where he, he just never sounds sincere. He sounds like he has uh, practiced everything he says. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's how he sounds when he tells he's, son about their dad or Yeah, he sounds rehearsed. Yeah. He's like, I'm hitting all the right beats in this speech. Um, and he talks. He starts talking about her dad, and she's just like not having yeah. it. And then she starts to make a move towards him, and like they had previously mentioned, very briefly at the end of the previous episode, um, Nomi's like, "No, no, no, we had a plan to get him to confess." And all of them were like, "Wait, wait, 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 hold up!" And Wolfgang's like, "Guys, plans changed. <laughs> Let's go after this guy." Wolfgang likes killing. Wolfgang so. is super supportive murder buddy yes um and then before they have to make that decision will's like wait guys yes the law sometimes gets it right because oh my god here's hot detective to the rescue will says a detective mun he doesn't even pronounce it right yeah but the point is he does not say hot detective well yeah that's because he's not pronouncing it right yes he says mun and that's not right it's obviously hot detective yeah that's like missing many syllables yeah it's embarrassing but he he's shows been up, out of the right? cop game for a while. Yes. You can't blame him. Yeah. So he's there. He has a warrant. Yes. Uh, and he has know, that good doctor bedside manner. Yeah, he's like, come with about. us. He's like, I don't want to arrest you in front of all these people and all these reporters. Come with me. His son's brother realizes this is a good time to turn over a new leaf. Yeah. And he says, and he says I okay. will come. Yes. Thank you. 
and then son's like wow i'm freed up to do whatever i like now maybe maybe kick some ass and have some fun tentative bouts with hot detective Mm -hmm. interpret that as you may but then oh no just kidding he has a tiny little gun he has a tiny little gun tiny little gun her brother i should say yeah we should (laughs) clarify well it's a tiny bit confusing on purpose of course because that's why he does it but he fires his gun like at the ground just so everyone goes oh my god and then he shoots hot detective and then he shoots hot detective and no one's looking yeah and then he's like oh my god it's my sister she's here which is great because i think that was something he had always planned in case a situation like this was going to come up Mm -hmm. and he legitimately didn't realize that his sister was actually there because he after that point he's like oh my god she's actually here when he spots her but the best reaction to this shooting aside from a cry of horror because hot detective is down people Mm -hmm. and we think he's dead is will's response to this is we're gonna get that motherfucker (laughs) and i was like that is the proper response a change of heart like a real quick switch but um son's brother yeah not very smart no he's not Uh, that's what i get from this because uh, he seems to have great connections, and as you learn, he has a politician friend. And yeah, he even points lawyers. him out in the speech um, too. He would probably be best just to go with the uh, police and yeah. then like buy his way out. <sighs> I but, think we uh, made it very clear that our brother's an idiot. <laughs> he's a rash decision maker. Yeah, but and, I uh, think he's one of those people who thinks he's smart. Yeah, yeah. With strategy for this. Well, it's also obvious that like even if his distraction plan worked and no one saw yeah. who did the shooting, yeah, uh, if he failed to kill him. Detective Moon himself would yeah. probably be able to remember who did the yeah, shooting. Yeah, just a little bit. You know, it is kind of point blank there, so. Um, and honestly, there's probably cameras all over this building. Yeah, but if you take that into consideration, I mean, he does have politicians in his back pocket. Like, yeah. I don't know, and this again is a storyline that kind of ends up having to get dropped a little bit in the finale, but like, we get introduced to a politician that is helping his brother literally escape a crime scene mm. afterwards while, you know post sun terminator chase so yes this we should is talk chaos. about the terminator yes, this is chaos. chase sun reveals herself properly and then he's like oh my god i She's said here. it and it came true yeah it's like beetlejuice man yeah. yeah i mean not know how to describe a lot of this there's a chase sequence it's cool it's cool a lot of the action with the gunplay of her kind of getting through the uh, the gala after her brother who's run off to the garage to try and escape it mainly is intercut between her and Wolfgang which obviously makes the sense because he's like oh there's a lot of bullets flying I got this guys mm-hmm. this is my time to shine um, um, so Sun they... manages to lose most of her clothes somehow yeah I was always kind of like wait what what is this is this like some sort of like anime trope with an action hero like what is going know. on it happens to her a lot in particular. it does happen to her a lot i mean My duna bay is kicking ass and has like a crazy athletic body so it was like the chowskis and other collaborators were like so comfortable working with duna bay from cloud atlas yeah that they just knew that like maybe we they could always put her wanted in silver hot pants yeah maybe they always wanted every sensate to be half naked in every scene but she's the only one that would always agree I really do think it is a trope of like. Yeah, no, I think they're trying to uh, trying to invoke an image. Yes. Imagery, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anywho, uh, they make it down to the garage, and there's a really funny moment where 
I personally enjoy it when Wolfgang and Will are strategizing between police and criminal, being like, oh, we should go for this guy. These guys are professionals. You should go with beady guys. He didn't check his gun. Blah, blah, blah. Kyle's just like, um, I have a, I have an idea. And they're like, no, no, no. And they're just ignoring her. And then she's like, excuse me, I have an idea. And then she takes the gun and in a very, <laughs> the gun looks really scary in Kyle's hands because it doesn't look right. And she shoots up a car in the garage near the bad guys. And then Wolfgang's like, what are you doing? You gave away a position. Like, cars don't blow up like they do in the movies. And she's like, I know that. <laughs> I have another plan because I'm a genius, guys. And she essentially figured out that the slope of the cars, the gasoline's going to fall one way towards the bad guys. So she lights it on fire and she's a badass. So, the guys, car explodes. Yeah. Call using science, guys. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And uh, I remember the first time we watched this. Uh, we were incredibly hyped and I remember there's the shot of um, Sun when she is running after her brother in her little silver hot pants and she like slow-mo lifts the gun and starts shooting at his car and my like the words that came out of my mouth is oh my god she's a Terminator mm-hmm. and then we all laughed really really hard because literally like I don't know three minutes later her brother says the exact same thing when she starts chasing him on the bike and he's like oh my god are you serious my sister's the terminator i'm like this is the most accurate thing it's nice when the characters say the same thing you're thinking yeah and you get to say it first side note yeah do you think the wachowskis calling themselves out for blowing up a car by shooting it in the matrix reloaded Maybe. I just don't know. I don't know. Uh, or did that happen because it was in the Matrix, so Ooh. things work with movie magic? I think so. <laughs> I'll go with that. I mean, they're already like defying gravity, and that's true. slow-mo movie magic right there sometimes. But either way, it has to be done properly in sense. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, she chases after him. Uh, Nomi and Bug and Amanita and Leto are trying to stop her brother at the gate, mm-hmm. and they quote Leto's movie which Bug really enjoys because they say justice motherfucker and we're coming for you and Bug's like I love that line and Lita's like all bashful like thanks the guys the best friendship I want that friendship to develop so hard uh, that was my that was my one hope for season 3 guys mm-hmm. don't care about the rest of the storylines just want to have a buddy movie with Lito and Bug. Bug that's a lie but that would be nice um, so anyway yeah she and Coffee has hop on a bike chase after her brother through um, Soul, he is you know, clearly very concerned about, uh, you know, casualties. Not very good at avoiding people. Not very good at avoiding no. people. Um, and then uh, Sun kind of becomes like a, a knight, a jousty knight, <laughs> when Wolfgang's like, guys, uh, we need a weapon. I'm going to get a rebar, and we're just going to stabby McStab that window and have your brother flip his car because you did, like, your own like MacGyver version of like a lock on a wheel <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like a driving steering wheel um, so his car flips she comes after him there's a beautiful montage of everything very, that's happened very long before her, of everything with her dad, her brother, her almost getting hung you know her inmate saying like hey you have a really soft heart and it's just kind of like this big moment of all the sensei's are there to support her mm-hmm. in her cluster, but she still has to be the one to make the decision if she's actually going to kill her brother or not after everything she's been through. And um, as frustrating as it might be for some, I think she makes the right decision that is still in character. She's never um, actively killed someone 
uh, it's always, I feel like, been in self-defense. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time where it is not technically self-defense. Like, she is dragging that bar after her brother, and it's going to be straight-up murder. It seems uh, like it would be extra hard to kill your brother with a piece of rebar. Yeah. Uh, it's not Only exactly... brothers, nobody else. Well, yes. Any other sibling, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, you really you can't really run away with it when you're doing it like that. Yeah. Um, but it's a very long little montage. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the episode is running short. I don't know. But <laughs> I think it uh, works out pretty well because yeah, you're nice basically build. seeing a lot of um, reminders of what he did. Yeah. Um, and it goes on for long enough that it kind of feels like that's the point yeah. until it finally shifts into uh, flashbacks of more like the reverse opinion, like her mother telling her to take care of her brother. Yeah. And, uh, the moment where you might realize that she isn't going to be able to actually do it. Yeah. So I think that it goes on for very long, but uh, that kind of works out because by the time you get to that point, you Think You've already it's gonna come be to the over. conclusion, yeah. Well, you think she thinks she's going to do it at that point because it's building up so much. And yeah. then so when you realize she's not going to, it uh, it works pretty well. Yeah. It is also kind of, again, I think obviously it is the right decision. She didn't murder her brother in cold blood because that would be kind of crappy, uh, despite how shitty of a person he is. But I think there's almost like a downbeat of frustration when the cops come and they arrest her because you're like, God damn it, guys. Like... She has to go back to jail after this dude. Like, mm-hmm. come on, that sucks. But at the same time, Will points out, like, hey, as long as, like, Detective Moon is alive, which we do find out later he is in critical condition, but he has not straight up died on the dance floor, um, he's like, they will still be able to get him. They still have, you know, that report on him. They still have the investigation on him. They um, are going to get him. Um, so she allows herself to get arrested. Her brother gets taken away by the politician, and everybody is in the cop car with her, or it's like the van, and uh, they're just like, okay, so he has a politician in his back pocket. That sucks. That's something we're going to have to consider. Uh, and then Will's like, don't worry, guys. Nobody's going to prison because everyone's in agreement. Like, son goes back to prison. She's straight up dead because her brother will mm-hmm. eventually get to her. Um, so it's kind of like this weird bouncing act of, like, look at everything that son did to get to her brother like she got out of prison she went on this mad rampage to come after him and then when the moment comes she doesn't kill him and like it's one of those things of where it's like you don't you would assume her brother's gonna be like well i have to keep going after until she kills me but if it was uh or i kill her but if i were him i would be like i need to maybe take a step back because (laughs) and get in line because my sister can still do all of these things and get out of jail like I tried the first time to get her in jail. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to reconsider my game plan here when it comes to her. Also, I think that um, the original plan Mm. was probably to do more things with her brother and that politician. Yeah. But uh, it really makes sense that they still know he did it. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Um, So the fact that that's going to get wrapped up really quickly instead in the finale kind of works in this episode's favor. Because it's like, well, she was right not to kill him yeah. because they're gonna get him yeah. basically i think it's just one of the things of like oh they're introducing a new player yeah. in her storyline with the politician and that one doesn't obviously they don't have enough time for that to fully come to fruition i think obviously it, it ended i'm assuming the same way that it would have ended her brother does get in trouble gets caught it's mm-hmm. just the timeline is rushed 
so it almost skips over the politicians' involvement too much. Yeah. Um, but we will talk about that more in the finale. Finale, finale. Um, in the meantime, they have to escape out of the big police van, uh, which they do it's through nice, hacking and uh, handcuffs. Sensate. It's a group hug moment. <laughs> well, that that's great, too. Yeah. Uh, I like the way that there's shorthand almost at this point for interactions. Yeah. Like how Will gets up to um, grab a thing from the vent that he uses to um, Pick take the, the, the handcuffs off. Yeah. And like you see him going up there, and there's like a little shot of Sun also going up there mm-hmm. because she's actually doing it. Right. But then um, I like how he just is behind her undoing the handcuffs and you barely really see her do it at all because the show just knows that you know that she must be doing it right uh and so it's more like at this point you just get to see their interactions instead of um what's happening mm-hmm. it's more important they're like oh how nice will is <laughs> will is undoing it for her yeah i mean that even happens in the garage where there's a the money shot of them all running and uh, down to the garage, and Will has the gun in his hand. Yeah. And then when it cuts to the son just running by herself, she obviously has the gun in her hand. Yeah. Um, and who gets the gun kind of gets traded off. So again, it's more important about like the interaction and who specifically is helping in the scene than like, oh, what does this mean that this gun isn't in her hand right now? It's mm. like, no, it's a shorthand. You obviously have seen the show enough to know that this is what it means, and this is how they are interacting. So. But as you said, they have a lovely uh, We Are Groot yes, hug moment. Yes, it's true. Where uh, they you know, mess with the lights so the truck will smash into another truck and yep. uh, let Sun out of the back. And uh, when it's about to hit, they all crowd around her and protect Hugger. her. Yes. Yeah. Which is funny. Mm-hmm. And very sweet. Yes. Um, and then, how is she going to escape, though? Oh, we just don't know. Oh, wait a second. The power of coincidence. The power of Puck <laughs> yes. is really what it is. Who has changed his hair. Uh, he has dyed it to reflect his, uh, uh, dare I say, it, unhealthy obsession with Riley Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I also find it highly amusing that he's like, this is a good idea. Let me change my hair. Oh, um, we don't know why he's in uh, Korea. Mm-mm. He's a free spirit. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he's there, and Riley calls on him and is like, help me, or help us, and he shows up, and he's like, Riley Blue. <laughs> Don't have much to say about that one. Yeah, other know. than we have talked about it before, where they're, uh, we're not 100% sure how it works, but there is obviously a way for a sensei to see another sensei yes. and another cluster through that cluster. I don't know if they necessarily um, can see them. Yeah. Or if uh, they can just tell they're in there, basically. Well, I mean, I think he he's interacting with both Sun and Riley at the hotel. I mean, like, there's there's a parts where he looks at both of them, but yeah. I feel like that's we're getting into a weird space of, like, this is an artistic representation of how he's talking to both of them. Yeah. Kind of like some of the other examples of fight scenes. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's connected with both of them. Because he's looked at both of them. That's true. And that's why he can't see Will, but he can see both of them. So, like, Sun's the only one physically in the room because, obviously, she is in the hotel with him. So, is that why it is? Yeah. Because he recognizes someone he already knows through Sun. Yeah. And now he can see both of them. Yeah, because he he's already able to connect with, with Riley. That obviously works. Uh, it's Yeah, it's just not actually been explained. Yeah. Uh, and uh, perhaps it may have been. Perhaps they were planning on just subtly... Uh, upping this sort of thing mm-hmm. until you got used to it. Yeah, it's interesting either way. Uh, I was gonna comment on the 
coincidence of him being there, which is like really un <laughs> random and unusual. Mm-hmm. One of the few parts of Sensei where I I can't explain or justify what's going on there. Why he's there? Um, I think that it doesn't truly matter though because you know Sun escapes from the truck mm. and this scene could easily just play out with her uh, running off into the night and escaping somewhere. Yeah. Like, Puck is only there because they need to talk to him for the later scene. Yeah. So, like, it might initially look like this guy randomly showed up to rescue, uh, them. rescue them, but it's like, she doesn't even really need to be rescued. She already got out. Yeah, no, they are trying to come up with their next move, though, is because once she pops out of the truck, they're like, nobody's like, hey, there's a subway down there in two locks, and yeah. Will and Wolf are like, yeah, she's not gonna make it there. But like, from a I mean, it's from a writing perspective. Yeah. If it's like, what a cheap way to get Sun away. Yeah. But it's like, she did get away. Then they introduced the idea that uh, she needs some more help to get away. Yeah. So he could show up and help her. Yeah. Like, but the part where she got away, we saw that whole process uh-huh. already. Like, yeah. they just, Puck needs to show up. Yeah. So Puck shows up. Yeah. And he's delightful. So they're... Uh, Back in the hotel room with him, they get the news uh, while watching the TV that a hot detective is still alive. Thank God. And then Puck is trying to talk despite, all about... Despite the vicious attack by... By Son. By Son. Obviously. Yes. And uh, Puck likes to go on about some creepy male <laughs> narrative. And the girls are not putting up with Puck that is, shit. Puck being very on the nose. Yes. Uh, He's like, I don't make up the rules, ladies. What's but the opposite of a author's mouthpiece? I don't know. <laughs> He's like... But that's what it is. <laughs> Whatever that is, that's yeah. what he is. Opposite agenda. I don't know. But it's really funny because, like, they're not putting up with his bullshit. And he's, like, harmless. Um, and he does have good information. And I know we've talked about it before. But I really, despite his sleaziness, I very much enjoy Puck. I find him entertaining because, unlike the other exposition kings mm-hmm. of this series, he is not in a position of authority like the rest of them. And yet he still has some really important information for the cluster. Yeah. So, like we said before, like, obviously he's not a Whispers or a Jonas or a Mr. Hoy. Like, I don't know where he is in the scheme of things with the organization or the Sensate community. But it's clear that, obviously, he's not an authority figure. It's fun to have another he's version playful. Like, he's literally that. Puck. It's, it's great. It's yeah, ridiculous. I think, you know, they, they like the actor. Uh, they want Sensates who aren't just there to fulfill a function like yeah they're, they're just examples of other sense and they're also i think it's fun to see how sensates different sensates deal with their connections because mm-hmm. as he's, he even points out he's like hey if you want like a big sensation orgy around the world <laughs> like i'm your dude but i'm not With really his, like what three three hundred eighty seven three hundred thirty seven connections on, i wrote Is it that down three hundred and eighty seven <laughs> yeah. connections that's how many he has he's yeah that's how many R's he's, could one like day have. Like we said, he's a sensate STD. <laughs> um, it's, uh, I do think the reason this specific scene exists, uh, where he's being very goofy, mm. is mainly to set up the uh, s- switch in tone when he gets yes. really serious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it just works better if he's being himself for a few minutes. Yeah, and I also it, it, it does a really nice job of changing the tone, but also seeing a character that that's that ridiculous and kind of goofy and playful to have him all of a sudden go from that to serious you're like oh we're gonna have to take this incredibly seriously because otherwise like it just plays silly yeah and I love these moments it's not quite as exciting as like the first time uh, Leela's other guy showed up yeah but it's still exciting just to suddenly see like random sensates we don't know and she's like Puck 
Yeah. You're on quarantine. And they're like, what the hell does quarantine mean? He's like, blockers 24-7. I have to go. I have to leave this place. I have to leave you guys. And they're like, what's going on? He's like, the cannibal's hunting again. Um, which, again, is like kind of a fun shorthand to be like the archipelago probably has a little bit more uh, insight and resources than previously realized. They're a good warning system on top of being a really good Google system. This is um, something I was thinking about with season one and two and differences. Mm. Um, I think almost all of season one is filtered through whatever our sensates can see. Yes. And do. To the extent that I remember seeing some people say that the whole show was like that when it aired. Like, mm. uh, that it was uh, tricky, like, in a way, to, to make the show because uh, all the scenes were based on what our people were doing. Yeah. I thought even at the time it's not exactly true. Yeah. Because, like, first of all, there's the beginning scene of the show, which technically our sensors are involved in because they all get birthed and at then the they're there. At the very end, though, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, um, even then there's stuff like Jonas being able to see whispers when, you know, Jonas isn't one of our eight, like, so we're obviously seeing what he's saying. Yeah. But if that was ever true, they're definitely breaking it down more and more in season two. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're seeing this now, you know, you're seeing these scenes where sensates are seeing other sensates that ours can't see. Exactly. And stuff like that. And um, it's a cool idea that, like, almost your whole narrative would just be based on what the eight could see but uh for the scope they're going for it's pretty obvious that uh they're gonna have to break those rules yeah i mean they're even setting up season two to broaden the scope so Mm. i've been curious to see how that would have come into play it kind of this is slightly off topic it kind of reminds me of like harry potter where the first three books always start with like Harry in the summertime, and mm-hmm. then the fourth book starts with like someone else. Someone else, mm-hmm. and even though it's technically a dream for Harry, like it's happening, and it's a, just that small shift in narrative where you're like, oh, this is even bigger than you realize. Yeah. Just because it's not through the quote-unquote direct point of view. Well, that might not be the best metaphor, <laughs> but you know, because like now I'm yeah. thinking about it, but it, it is. It's like there's just a, a little bit enough of a shift to realize. Obviously, the cluster that we're following with the, our original Sense8s are the most important ones, but just even shifting it a bit is just enough to expand the world and be like, hey, there's a lot more to this world, and it's a lot mm-hmm. bigger than previously realized. Well, unless it's fundamental to the story, and I know I had examples that I can't think of any right now. <laughs> if Even if your story happens to come out looking like that, I don't think it's worth it to uh, hold on to that if you can tell a better story by breaking the rule, basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but it has been done. Sense8 is not that show. Mm. It's just close to being that show. <laughs> yes. Because it is mostly, you know, it's even like most of our flashbacks are are s- things our sense are, like, seeing. Yeah, they're feeling, like memory you know? flashbacks. Um, but in the end, having those moments, like the shock of seeing those other sensates it's so exciting mm-hmm. or, like you can't really have like the archipelago scene if you do that because like you're seeing all around the world yeah that sort of thing it's nice yeah so that is uh where we leave sun essentially as she has escaped yeah and she's back in her hotel yep except that did we actually say why puck was scared yeah we because the yeah. lady popped up and he's like the cannibals hunting which uh, we did hear the name before. Yeah, yeah like Leela, two episodes ago. Three. Yeah, she yeah. Uh, 
explains that we got another nickname for Whispers. It's the cannibal because he committed cluster side. They say that he ate his own cluster, which means obviously he killed his own cluster. It all sounds kind of cool, honestly. Sounds really cool, but it's also like incredibly fucked up. <laughs> like you're killing pieces of yourself. Oh my god, he's like Voldemort. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> just on that train. But uh, yeah, so that's Sun. And then, uh, let's see, Nomi and Almanita, after everybody participates mm-hmm. with that, um, they're kind of like, whew, got away with it. Oh my god, that was a crazy day. And then our entire household, <laughs> upon watching this scene between them, which is just where our headspace is at, uh, we're like, oh my god, it's the finale, something big is going to happen. And Almanita starts to get really serious when she's talking to Nomi about, like, hey, are you okay with this lifestyle? Because I didn't choose it and you didn't choose it, but I don't have a choice. Like, these voices are in my head. They're not going anywhere. But you have a choice to walk away if you want to. Cause mood shifts yeah. here. Yeah, and then Almanita is like, oh, i got to talk to you. And then she heads over to, like, pull something out of their dresser. A gun. And I thought it was a gun. Like, I was like, oh, my God, Almanita's going to betray them, which, by the way, is the dumbest thing to think. <laughs> and, like... Because there is absolutely no context That's for this why theory. That's she's the last person you'd expect. Exactly. But I was like, I was just on that hype of like, it's a finale, it's BPO, someone's probably going to get betrayed because they had it more or less of a win with getting Sun out of there. And um, obviously that shows how optimistic we are because what she's really doing is pulling out an engagement ring. <laughs> well, I think that she's just never been quite this serious yeah. before. It's so noticeable yeah that you're like something really intense must be happening yeah. right now and something intense is happening but it's intensely wonderful not intensely evil or violent and or as i said we have seen too many joss whedon productions yeah uh, where you're where, like you can't yes. have nice things <laughs> and the cutest scene is always right before the tragedy yeah um, um all of that rule may be brought into play later on in this episode yep but as you but say, not where we expected. It's just a proposal. It's a proposal. It's really sweet, and it, it you know, gets exemplified or it gets amplified because yes. Naomi's like, oh my god, and and Omnia's like, that's not really an answer. She doesn't say that, both <laughs> with her eyes. She's like, I'm panicking. I just proposed to you, and you just went, oh my god, and like half leapt off the bed. <laughs> that's not what I was expecting. But it's really cute because uh, it looks like they were. You know, great minds think alike. They're connected, even though they're not sensate. Boom, look at that. Because uh, Nomi also had an engagement ring. So they proposed to each other, and it's freaking adorable. And I've never been more relieved, relieved. in my life. <laughs> that was, like, an unnecessarily stressful scene the first time we watched it. So, yeah. Um, they are engaged now. A little happiness there. Um, This is part of the fact that I think really on the whole Nomi and Amanita have the easiest story to wrap up. Yes. Which is why that they went there in the finale because mm-hmm. it's a excellent uh, way to go out. Yes. Um, but luckily for them their only real story throughout the series has been people are after us. So yeah. once the arc plot gets finished they are fine now. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of works out with them in the finale. Mm-hmm. And let's see, Coffeeus uh, has a really brief thing in the finale. Yes, very small. Very small, where um, he wakes up, and as I said to you, it's just not safe for him to wake up in his own house, because whenever he does, it's like the superpower gang is there, or like just something has gone wrong, 
Uh, but in this case, there are four random sensates that show up. <laughs> and obviously, his mom can't see him. So when he freaks out, she's like, oh, my God, are you okay? He's like, yeah, t t totally fine. Uh, yeah. Like what you're doing. That food mm -hmm. looks good. Um, but the sensates say, hey, when we heard about your exploits last year as Van Dam, we had a suspicion that you were probably one of us. And then we went to your rally, and like no sensate in his right mind would go to a public space like that or get into politics without blockers. But you're just so inspiring. Yeah, in spite of all of this and all of these, you know, unwritten rules about being a sensate and trying to navigate your way safely through the world and to survive it, um, we liked what you heard. And you're just like, cool. And then that storyline never happens. <laughs> that is it. So. Well, yes, Copius is a. Uh... You know, it just shaft, doesn't. It's not man. possible. Really. Yeah, there's no way they could have incorporated yeah. that. His story takes place many miles away from the rest of it. Yeah, uh, um, and it, never to be picked up again, unfortunately. It's the same problem that Leto has, really. They're yeah. just like for them to be involved in the main story means they need to leave their own stories. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for Coffeeus, and then with um, Kala. Rajan has just gotten home from a trip, and they're both being really cute and awkward and rambly, being like, we should talk, we should have a drink, we really need to discuss things, and uh, Kala's like, oh, yeah, we should uh, we should do this, and he's like, oh, what's this, is this a present? She's like, oh, yeah, your friend Ajay brought it, and he's like, oh, my God, freaks out, and he has revealed that he is working with some federal agents about corruption, and he's involved in a very complicated investigation, and the agents have told him that, hey, if you're participating in this investigation, which, by the way, the investigation involves his friend Ajay, um, your family could be in danger, so there's mm -hmm. a possibility we'll have to move you around. Rajan explained. Yes. Does not absolve him of everything. No. I but mean, he does say, like, does I'm explain. trying to protect you, and I'm like, from your bad haircut? No, sir. <laughs> His haircut is more bad again. Yeah. What uh, happens? But. <laughs> it's the stress of the investigation, yes. man. That's he doesn't have time for. to style it. Yeah, uh, a lot of his more suspicious behavior it makes sense now. Yes. And, like, I think, the, well, the things that aren't excused are just some of how he talks to Call in the Christmas special. Yeah. And, like, mainly the part where he tells her that. They can sell worse drugs to yeah. lesser countries. Yep. But uh, as far as like wondering if he's a being bad guy. sneaky and corrupt, you find out that actually like he's basically undercover in a way. Yes. You know, so that's kind of nice yeah. to know that he's not evil. I also, it's nice to know that he's not evil. It's also nice to know that he's also not completely stupid because he's saying like, hey, I know we've been having problems, but um, pretty much our marriage. Like, I, uh, the future of our marriage is really a small thing mm. compared to your safety. So once we get this stuff handled and wrapped, I w I would, we can have this discussion about our marriage. Because I know it's not uh, where we want it to be at. Yeah. Well, he's not very unhappy with the gift they received. Yes. Um, which Kala <laughs> does not get at all. Yeah. So naive. Um, so cute. It's from just Ajay, like, which is like a... Lovely it's a, statue. Of Ganesh, I think. Yeah. And she's like, oh, is he a believer? And he's like, no. And it says... Um, it, it says, caution, easily broken. She's like, well, that's obvious. And you're like, no, Kala, it's a thread. <laughs> it means you. <laughs> it means you. This is not good. Uh, um, yeah. But he pretty much is just like, hey, girl, um, I know we're having problems, but this is bigger than both of us. I need you to leave the country. It's kind of great, because when she talks to Wolfgang about this, for once, it's like, did you talk to Rajan? Like, no. Yeah. And I actually have a good reason. Yeah, and she's Wolfgang like, Wolfgang no. is like, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> because normally he's like, you, come on, Kala. Yeah, girl, now he's like, it. oh, yeah, okay, it. that sounds serious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, then. Um, 
So yeah, and it's also kind of like a nice like get out of jail free card there because it's like, hey, we still have to have this discussion, but um, your safety is paramount now. So you know how you're planning on leaving? Well, I actually need you to leave. So you need to go to Paris. Go to Paris. Wolfgang. Yeah, together in Paris. Um, So while that's happening, they're being really cute, Kala and Wolfgang. They're packing up their clothes. She has such a cute little butterfly suitcase. And it's just, again, a really fun thing of, like, the, the stark difference between them as characters. Wolfgang has a bag. Yeah, she has money. <laughs> and colorful clothes. It's just, like, the epitome of, like, opposites attract. Because I know that we've always said that, like, he is the most decisive sensei. She's the most indecisive. Yes. I mean, even their locations of where they are. Like, they always joke of, like, hey, it's freezing rain over here in Berlin, but it's nice and sunny over here in Bombay. So it's just, like, another difference between them. But it does not matter. Wolfgang, because... you know, like, he has a bag to put things in. Yeah. And he has uh, clothes that yeah. he can put on his body to not be naked. Yes. Whereas Kala has nice clothes and options and, a nice bag. <laughs> and she's like oh god what do i bring wolfgang has uh, 20 identical pairs of boots yep. presumably yeah yep. he likes his shoes he's not a felix guy no he's not a felix anyway. felix is a uh, much more Flamboyant? centric taste yes, yes true um eurocentric taste i feel like <laughs> yes. um but they have a cute moment where he's like grabs her he gets her nighty she gets his gun and they're just like haha we're cute we're a cute <laughs> odd couple opposites yes. Um, they Twins. talk about <laughs> weird, weird. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't go there. This isn't Star Wars. Uh, uh, they both talk about Rajan, and she briefly explains the corruption thing. He makes the point of like, "Hey, you're the men in your life are both connected to crime. Uh-huh. How, how do you feel about that?" And she has a really funny comedic beat of being like, "You know, it probably means I have a bad, bad judge of character, and I'm indecent." You know. Um, then they he have likes the sound of that. Yeah, and then they have that moment where she's just like. Maybe we should uh, talk about our feelings because we haven't done it, and you know. Let's talk about our love. Let's talk about our love because I'm about to see you in person, and it's gonna mean a lot to me. Let's talk about how that's gonna be yeah. before we do it. Yeah. Let's draw it out. Let's just talk about this. And so he's like, "Girl, I love you," but you know, in a much cuter Wolfgang yes. type of way. Um, and you know, it, and then it goes well, and then the show ends, and nothing bad <laughs> ever happens, and it's all good. And Here they're together in Paris, and yeah. The proper way that the Nomi and Amanita scene should have yes, gone down. Yes, this is our Joss Whedon moment here. And uh, in the midst of their cuteness, they're interrupted by our favorite Leela. character, Lila. Yes. God, she's the worst. She shows up and ruins everything. She brings her buddy Whispers, <sighs> who after Wolfgang is tased, oh, horrible, uh, gets to look him right in the eye. Yeah. Guess who's connected to Whispers now? Obviously sort of a nice bookend there uh, where season one and two both feature one of our sensates being compromised. Mm -hmm. Except it's like a way worse situation It's like a one-two punch because like in season one, Will's compromised and Riley's been captured. But in season two, it's like, oh, Wolfgang's been compromised and captured. Mm -hmm. Great. This is great. This is encouraging. And they're going to use him to find more people. Yeah, so as it is explained, uh, they have a way of torturing individual sensates to trace their cluster. Um, they've discovered, because BPO is awesome and not horrifying at all, that with um, acute pain to the sicilium creates an echo. And that's how they're able, they follow that echo to trace other members of the cluster. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is exactly what Whispers does. What's interesting, uh, I think 
it seems he may or may not be able to like see her. The way yes. main way it's demonstrated is that he's doing more like what you would do if you were in the cluster, yes. where he's actually like in her head. Yeah. Um, because he picks up her her passport to look at her name and find out who she is. Yep. Um, but then you know there's a cut where like she's there in the chair too, but it does that with a lot of them. I I don't think it's entirely clear if he's supposed to be able to like see her in the way that a puck can see right. rally through sun, or if it's mainly just the thing where he can be in her mind. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure how it works. Um. Either way, they got her, though. Either so way, really it's now... Wolfgang's been compromised, and now Call has been compromised. So it's like three out of the eight have been compromised by Whispers. Mm-hmm. He sees them. He knows who they are. It's terrifying. Um, and then... We just get quite a lot of scenes of uh, Wolfgang getting tortured while all of our yeah. sensates react to it. They all get tortured. It's kind of horrible. Um, well, th- there's the initial, like... Uh, torture with him while he's still in the room getting captured and Leela's like think of me because she's horrible and uh, Kala pops up from the tasing and like panics and grabs every sensate she can and she's like oh my god we need help and then Will cool as a cucumber (laughs) is like alright we have a plan we're gonna need a shit ton of blockers and so she's like cool so she's making a shit ton of blockers him and Riley are packing up white lab suits so you're like you know there's something happening you don't know what exactly, but the problem is, is while they're in the midst of rallying to execute this plan, Wolfgang's getting horribly tortured, which means all of them are, and it's pretty bad. Pretty Until bad. they get their blockers, they're going to yeah. be doing that. Yeah. Um, interesting effect um, where, at the worst of it, uh, some of them actually cough blood out. Yes. Um, which is obviously kind of a new wrinkle uh, because they're not just feeling it, like something is actually happening yeah. to them. To make another excellent connection, it's like how that happens in the real world when you're in the Matrix. Oh my god. Um, Mind freaking blown. And a similar question was asked in that situation mm. of like, how does that work exactly? Well, And, you know, they provide you all the explanation. You really can have, which is that, you know, you are the viewer, you don't know exactly how the sicilium works, but clearly when they're connected like this, just like how they can find them, mm-hmm. they're like sending signal through or something that's hitting all of them too. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those things where they're like, hey guys, pain is in the mind, but also as you've seen demonstrated throughout both seasons, like they, it affects them physically. Like the the first one I can think of is like, will choking when Riley gets the plastic bag over her head so there are physical effects to this when they're connected and now that they're even more connected I imagine the physical effects are even worse if one of them's getting really damaged the only question I sort of have is um, I think pretty obviously they can't be killed this way because otherwise they would do that all the time like whispers yeah I think they can kill the initial one who's obviously getting tortured so in this case Wolfgang you wonder what the limit is obviously they can actually be hurt in that way yes but clearly they they can't just kill them all yeah so I don't know exactly what the line is and how that works yeah I'm not even sure if it's something they would have explored further in season three but um it would probably be worth having someone bring it up so yeah. they could shoot it down yeah uh, but you know they didn't get or around to anything like that it. yeah so. it's not like this is the scene where you would cover that it's kind of a stressful yeah. tense bit yeah it's pretty much a montage of 
but I've never seen someone look worse. <laughs> he looks looking. pretty bad. He looks awful. And you're a very beautiful man, sir. But dear God, Max, you look like it's not great. Mm-hmm. Good job, makeup team. Like, seriously. Um, and then there's a montage of, like, um, you know, them rallying. So Nomi and Amanita getting on a plane. Kafius, his mom's worried about him. But getting he's, on like, a plane for the first time. Getting I've on a plane for the first time. Very cute. Leto collapsing and then like Hernando finding him and being like yeah. Danny call an ambulance and Lito's like well, no no ambulance we have to go to London I will explain everything the to most you. startling one probably yeah. because uh, they would be the least prepared for yeah. anything like this especially since as we've pointed out before like there there's not even like an indication that he is a sensei to them yeah. like it's not really in his storyline I guess Lito he's an actor you know he's, yeah. they expect him to be eccentric so yeah, but it's not <laughs> no one ever that. caught him it's like he's never had it um, until like Raul he's never had really like a direct storyline to BPO so there's no need for him to tell anybody yet yeah, yeah. because he hasn't been put in danger because of BPO yet not directly at least and true it is sad we don't really ever get the proper scene where they all Lito has to explain or something. Yeah. I remember uh, I was talking to someone and they said after the end of this episode, um, there is a obviously like a visceral thrill of having them all together in person mm-hmm. for the first time, which is another nice echo of the end of season one where it's like they're all together as sensates connected for the first time. Uh, like all eight of them on screen, but having them all eight on screen and technically within the the reality of the show they're all physically there mm-hmm. is really exciting and there's a fun shock value to it but the the downside of that is you don't get a scene where they actually get to meet each other in person for the first time it was my assumption that uh they would have planned to fill in some of the gaps um in season, in season three. three yeah um because there would probably be i mean first of all since it is so many flashbacks anyway yeah but there would probably be uh need to show what was going on next and part of that would probably necessitate showing some of the lead up anyway yeah but i'm sure they would also like to show some of those scenes Mm -hmm. Uh, and obviously you don't really get that um although you get lots of interactions with people who've never interacted in the finale so that's you know that's the whole point anyway and as it shook out um i wouldn't trade away this ending because it's really exciting and um in a compressed time frame it's Mm -hmm. more exciting than just a bunch of scenes where they each go like it's me yeah i'm amanita yeah Uh, well i mean there's even like that small thrill when riley's in chicago and she know me like passed out or something because she hit her heel wrong and then amanita has to facetime her and she's like oh my god you're Riley!" like even a small moment like that Mm -hmm. you're like you kind of forget like yeah obviously they're on screen together but they're not technically Mm -hmm. like in the room with each other can't see each other can't see each other and like the sidekicks who are heavily involved in that it's like they haven't seen them either so um yeah uh so whispers has a meeting with will because will's getting tortured and through wolfgang and he reaches out to jonas and he's like how do we stop it and jonas you know being ever the optimist (laughs) i told you my plan i told you my plan there's only one way it's death or cooperation yeah and so uh whispers has a meeting with will and Will's trying to make a deal with him to keep Riley alive. And Whispers is like, nah, bitch, I'm going to have a great time hunting down your cluster. And this, you know exactly how this is going to play out. I'm going to kill all of them, mm-hmm. and I'm going to really enjoy it, especially when I kill Riley, and you're going to feel it. And you're like, well, you're a really terrible poop head. But then Will gets to live up to his failed dream from before when he tried to punch Whispers and yeah. obviously missed. Yeah. Uh, and face slams him into the desk and he's like there's just one problem and he's like I'm here Milton and then 
our household screamed, he was in the room! That's pretty exciting. <laughs> it was so exciting, again. Oh, and it, I think uh, the Whispers would probably notice this. I assume it feels different. Uh, he's a little distracted, though, yeah. and high on his own success. Yeah. Um, but I would imagine that there's a bit more solidity when someone's actually in the room. Like, yeah. you can tell they're there in a way. Yeah. But it's probably confusing for a sensei because you do feel stuff they feel mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's awesome. It's really cool. I feel really like... I feel like I d- had no idea. And oh, again, no. some other people I've talked to have seen it. They're like, oh yeah, it's super obvious he was in the room. I was like, I was just so swept up. I didn't even realize he was in the room. Because they, they played really the whole obvious. series where... Yeah, it's not really obvious. Well, I think a person could guess it, but there's no... Um, like there's no reason to guess indicator. it. Yeah. yeah, if you, they guessed it, it's just a random guess because it's not like there's any indication that that is the case. Yeah, I don't um, know, man. It was great. And um, so that's intercutting. Well, they just set up so many scenes in that room. Yeah. That, that's the payoff of having enough scenes in that room. Yeah. Is that you can really, uh, you're just like, oh, another one of these. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so satisfying. It's satisfying for him to be in the room with him, and it's satisfying for him to like. Yeah, it's just a much more extreme version of the first episode of the season where... um, Really, like, we're coming for you. Yeah, and he actually looks scared for the first time. Yeah, Um, but it's funny because while Will is, you know, on the warpath with him in the room being like, it's soundproof, cameras are dead, boom, bitch, and uh, Jonas is like, pops in, and he's like, well, you gotta stop, you don't, and Will's like, you gotta choose now, like, us or Milton, and he's like, you don't understand the choice I have to make right now, you don't understand it right now, and so Jonas, like, taps out, and he's going to give BPO a heads up, so he's calling Mr. Secretary, and he's like, get me the chairman, like, there's been a problem with Milton, and then there's a knock on the door, and he opens up, and he goes, oh, fuck, and then Sun punches him in the face. Because guess who else is also there, guys? A bunch of people. A bunch of them. I think yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Sun, Nomi, Amanita, and Kafias. Yes. There might be one more person, but I can't remember. No, because you have Riley, Will, Leto, and Kala in the lab suits. All right. I made okay. a note of that because I couldn't remember. <laughs> um, I was I missed this a little bit um, when he's punching him before. Yeah. Um, I think it said that Will is on blockers. Yes. Yeah, they must all be. Yeah. Uh, because... That's why when Jonas appears, he's actually connected to Whispers. It's like it's hard to parse because he's connected to both of them, and they're yeah. in the same room for the first time. Yeah. And it's what happens right is that he basically is trying to talk to Will. Yeah. And then Whispers says, you know, something like Jonas, uh, don't leave me. And well, Jonas realizes that he can't talk to Will because yeah. he's not actually. Well, that's uh, also can't a, see him. It's a smart move too because if they're go if they're making a move on both of them, Will has to be on blockers. Yeah. Because Jonas will be able to figure out that. Sun and the rest of the gang are coming for him. Well, so it's a very clever plan. Yeah, the bit we don't know is that they obviously all met up and um, took all the blockers yeah. before they started this and uh, probably met up, you know, exactly where we see them in the actual finale, which I don't remember. Is Presumably that's the apartment that mm-hmm. Kala got um, yeah. set up for her. Um, so we're going to see it in the finale, and I assume well, that's... they're in Paris in the finale. Oh. No, you're right. Yeah, because Rajan sends her to Paris and he has we already have an apartment there and then Nomi and Amanita are chilling out in Paris being like, It's romantic here. I forgot that it starts in Paris yeah. there. To be um, fair, it goes to a lot of places in the finale. Yeah. But in this particular one, um I mean, I I guess we don't really know what their game plan is. It's just to get essentially whispers in Jonas. We don't know where they're headed, but it makes sense now that it's been set up with Kala that like, oh, we actually have an HQ in Paris, so that's where we're going. Yeah. Well, they obviously, they must have met up somewhere yeah. and distributed this stuff there, so that's yeah. sadly one of the scenes. 
we don't, don't get, get to see. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty exciting. My favorite part is when they show up at Jonas's door. Yeah, <laughs> mine too. Just like a one I love his reaction punch. too, where he's like, yes. "Oh fuck." <laughs> um, but yeah, so they. Jonas is never quite, you know, he's not scared like whispers. He's just like more perturbed than usual. Yeah, he's like, "Shit." <laughs> I've been foiled. <laughs> it's like those sneaky kids. Um, but yeah, so uh, the four of them, like I said, it's uh, Will, Riley, Leto, and Kala. You don't know it's them, but yes. at the very least, you can assume that it's Will and Riley because they were shoving lab suits into their bags while they were packing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they break into the lab. Uh, they have whispers in a body bag, and they get out of the building into an ambulance. And then they meet up with a police car, and you think, oh, shit, the police car is going to, like, st- stop them. But no. And then, no, out hops, like, Sun, Kafias, and Nomi, and Amanita. They all hop into the back of the van. Uh, they unzip it, and they're like, boom, there's Milton, boom, there's Jonas. And then Will's like, we're going to give you a war, guys. And it's just, like, intense. Drive off into the Drive sunset. off past the bridge, past <laughs> Big Ben. Over the bridge. Yeah, over the bridge. It's very dramatic. And that is how it ends. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It was very exciting. It a very exciting cliffhanger for a Thrill. month. And then it was very sad and cliffhanger. And then it was devastating. And now it's basically back to where it was, and it's okay because the cliffhanger does have resolution. Yes. But uh, what a roller coaster. What a freaking ride. I don't even, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what to do now for, like, MVPs and side characters because I think these last two final episodes, the season two finale and the series finale, it's like, it's not even a matter of who gets the cake in this because it is, like, the most collective group effort yes. you can get, well, the all finale, things considered, with the production. The true finale will be truly difficult. Yes. Um, I think for this one, I would give it to Will. Yeah. Because it was he his was plan, because he was and he was room. in the room. Yes. But like this <laughs> whole thing, this whole thing is his. You know, he yeah he came up with it apparently. He's yeah. like, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Good team captain Will. Mm-hmm. Captain America. Yep. Um, good guy Will. <laughs> so that's what I would choose. That's a good um, one. Sidekicks? I I don't know. Um, what do you think? Who is it in it? Um, you have Amanita, obviously. Of and then I'm trying to think. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. Amanita is a good one. Hot detective. Or good hot detective. Shot, guys. I know. Uh, I mean, I'd probably go to Amanita because yeah. you know we thought she was evil for like the split second, and then it turned out no, she's just. She being stayed true to herself. A good human being. Yes. Um, a good homeostasis, if you if you will. A sapien. Uh, Amanita's good. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it to, uh, Bug. For his interaction with Leto. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Since you're giving it to Amanita. Yeah, I am, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, for side characters, like one-off characters, I'll give it to Puck. <laughs> Just because yeah. I, like I said, I really enjoy his scenes. Um, and I'm really glad that they brought him back for the finale because... It, it just kind of feels like a little bit more connective tissue the more people that they had from season two popping up again in the finale mm-hmm. um, it just feels a little bit more fully realized like hey we did have a plan with these characters and it might not be the plan we originally wanted but we're still going to use them yeah um so plus i enjoy his hair <laughs> and he's a he's a wachowski mvp you know so i love him those are good ones um there aren't a lot of those either to be honest yeah is Hot Detective a sidekick or one-off character? Oh, God. The questions we ask ourselves. I don't know. I feel bad for him for getting shot. I so, know. You know. I know. I'll give it to him. Okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then favorite scene? 
Oh, I think God. that the, the scene in the room is the best scene. Yeah. It's pretty. Good. I don't know. I really like Sun being a Terminator. That is pretty. It's pretty great. Pretty visceral and thrilling. So. This is a different season finale than yeah. season one, um, which stress, all revolves man. around. Well, except for the Wolfgang bit, but in general, revolves around driving towards a single conclusion, whereas you know the first third of this is Sun's story. Yeah. And it kind of feels like it's fulfilling the action sequence bit of the finale. Like, the finale should have a big, exciting bit. Last time, that was sort of Wolfgang, then the rest. But Wolfgang had, like, the real shootout crazy scene. And this time, it's, like, Sun with the, you know, very expensive-looking car chase scene. Yes. (laughs) And um, car flips. (laughs) Then it's it's a little bit more all over the place. It's kind of like we wrapped that up. Like now let's set Coffee's up a little. We'll like give some resolution here to Nomi and Amanita. They kind of even set up Leto a little bit too, in a sense. Like if you think about it, of like oh now he has to share this with uh, you know Ernando and Danny. Um, Obviously it's not as plot heavy, but you're like oh there's they're setting up like a Mm -hmm. character dynamic shift between these these three people. but this is why it feels much more like it was intended to pair with season three. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, this is a direct cliffhanger. This is the cliffhanger you do after you got renewed for season two, and yeah. you're like, well, now we can go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but can you? Can you? <laughs> oh, that was devastating. Uh, yeah, that was not a fun time, getting that news when we found out they were canceled. Uh, just because at that point, Netflix wasn't really canceling a lot of shows, and then they did like a big sweeping cut. Um, and that really sucked. And I was really depressed. I'm not going to lie. It was a surprise. It was and a big surprise. theoretically, possibly, Netflix's fault. Yeah. Um, because apparently, uh, this is what I know, I guess. Yes. Uh, From what we've gathered. The first gathered. season was co-produced with another company. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix wanted to do it all themselves, season two, just because they like to own things. Right. Um, and so it became more expensive because they went to twice as many countries. Yeah. And Netflix actually had to pay for all of it. And they had to do reshoots because they had to recast. Yeah. Um, I would not be surprised if if they had just kept their co-producer, they might have been able to afford to keep making it. Mm. I also think it's a. I don't. I'd have to do a little bit more research on this because it has been a while since the big cancellation and then the renewal with the series finale news but from what I gathered like everybody on the production including like Lana were kind of blindsided by getting cancelled it wasn't like yeah I think they were surprised I think they were well I know they were surprised they were they were writing yeah um season three yeah I I I don't quote me on this but I think I remember reading somewhere like they were getting prepped to go in to do contract talks for season three. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing that, they're like, hey, by the way, you're canceled. Um, so, well, we can blow. talk about that journey. Yeah. Uh, when we talk about that one. Oh my God, that's going to be the world's longest episode. Our mm-hmm. last episode. Of Wachowski Watch. Unless they make something and then we'll update yes. it. But in terms of Sense8, it'll be our last Sense8 episode, our last uh, Wachowski Watch episode until, you know their next project whenever that may be uh and it's arguably gonna be the longest episode because it's like two and a half hours long and there's a lot of like behind the scenes production shit that went down so yeah i guess we should sign off all right all right this has been vicky this is camden and we are so excited to talk to you guys next time all right bye bye ciao
If you guys liked our show, please let us know. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcast, and also feel free to contact us on our main website. That one is grumpyoctopusproductions.com. Then I'll link you up to all of our social media. You can follow us on Twitter and or like us on Facebook, and you can reach out to us at our email account. That is grumpyoctopusproductions at gmail.com. I think we're sensing a bit of a trend here. (laughs) Um, Also on the website, you guys can check out all of our episode and production notes and fun little extras as well. So, as always, thanks for listening, loyal listeners. Alrighty, signing off.